Elemental Evan Show. How is everyone doing? Thank you all so much for taking some time out of your day on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday to listen to my voice, fill your ears with some beautiful health knowledge. Um, seriously, it really does mean a lot to me though, so thank you very much for tuning in. And for those of you who do not know who I am, my name is Evan Roberts. I'm a health coach, a yoga teacher, and a breathwork teacher, uh, as well as a meditation teacher. Uh, and honestly, just seriously, overall, I love everything health and health related. I love doing research on it and just kind of educating myself on it. And I love to share that knowledge in a broken down form for all of you to listen to. So thank you very much for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, today I will be sharing a very personal experience for myself where I basically got to a place where I wasn't overweight or anything like that, but I had definitely put on weight that I did not want. And so I'm going to share my experience of how I got back to a weight that I was happy with. So before diving into today's uh, whole topic on weight loss and dieting, I want to first highlight that with the change of the seasons, I don't know about all of you, but definitely for myself, I know personal family members and friends who have gotten, you know, sick here and there throughout the holidays. And, you know, that can also be due to late nights, uh, consumption of alcohol, and also eating foods that we probably shouldn't eat too much of, but hey, that's okay. Nice to indulge every now and again. But with that said, do remember to get your greens and your vegetables and your fruits and just all the good stuff in. And if you are looking to boost your uh, health protocol, then go check out Organifi and their whole lineup. Honestly, I can't say enough good things about them. The flavor of all of their products, as well as the efficacy of everything. Uh, personally, I use their green juice. <laughs> I use their red juice. I use their pure. I, I use so many of them. Uh, but one of the, one of them that I've really been using here recently is the immunity blend. And just with the change in the seasons and with everyone getting sick, I just want to stay up on top of my health. So I've really been including the immunity blend into my uh, daily practice. And it's something I highly recommend. So if you haven't already checked them out, definitely go check them out. You get a 20% discount when you use my code. Um, I will go ahead and link it here in the show notes. So definitely check them out. You're sure to love them. Uh, trust me, I do not recommend people or companies that I do not enjoy myself. So Yes, definitely go give them a look and stay healthy. Uh, stay healthy in these times. It's very important to do so. And uh, yeah, you probably are a little bit ahead of the curve if you're listening to this. So good job on you. Now, for us to really dive into today's episode, I wanted to kind of highlight a few things. So to start it off, I... Well, okay, when I went to university, when I was going to, uh, it was the University of California, Davis, so for those of you who are not from uh, the United States or even from California, it is uh, in Northern California, very close to Sacramento, which is the capital of California, and while up there, I definitely fell into the typical student lifestyle of staying up late and studying and eating foods and drinking tons of stimulating caffeinated drinks through, you know, late throughout the night at times that I shouldn't have been doing so. And my body definitely paid the cost. So like myself personally, when I was in high school and I was playing uh, American football, I was 
at my heaviest weighing about 235 pounds. Uh, for reference, I'm 6'2", almost 6'3", and uh, yeah, I was pretty thick. I was, a <laughs> I mean, damn, I was thick. Uh, no, but you know, I definitely had a lot of muscle mass at that time. And then, uh, you know, after high school, I definitely slowed down on the weightlifting and I moved more into, uh, I guess you could say more of a cardio type um, movement. And so I definitely hovered at a lower weight range, usually around like one, uh, 210 to 215. And once I got into college, I slowly gained that weight back. Well, not even slowly. I gained it back pretty darn quickly. Uh, you know, I would stay up extremely late studying for tests and you know that's a lot of procrastination and different things like that but just being in the life of a student that tends to happen and realistically I was pretty much plant-based when I was up there which doesn't have a whole lot to do with the weight gain here I'm just kind of like letting you guys know what I was eating at the time so you know I would still eat uh, you know I would go out and eat here and there I was on a student budget so I wasn't doing that super often but whenever we went shopping we never bought meat for the house we pretty much just stuck with vegetables fruits and everything in between as long as it didn't include meat so that was my typical diet but really where the weight packing on started happening was eating so late at night so for those of you who eat up until, you know, the minute that you fall asleep, if there's one thing you can really change that's going to benefit you, it's definitely going to be that. Uh, really, they actually say that you shouldn't eat anywhere from, you know, two to four hours before bedtime on average. And for those of you who have serious heartburn issues, such as my dad, he had very terrible heart heartburn issues. And when he started you know, stopping his, you know, his last bite being four hours before bedtime, it pretty much went away just off of that one change. So it is a really big move. And I know it can be difficult because you can get into the habit of getting hungry right before bed. And so it just feels natural that you want to eat something before bedtime. But just remember that with any habit, you just have to break it and you have to go, you know, an extended period of time and you can change it. And it's really going to benefit you big time on this one. So yeah, I was staying up, you know, past 12 o'clock regularly. Uh, I was eating just about up until the point that I was going to bed every single night. And I was doing some physical exercise. I was doing acro yoga quite often with Ashley. Well, um, we would take study breaks to do that. So not quite often, but it did help out. I would definitely say, but nonetheless, I put on weight. And by the time I had graduated college, I decided that it was time to radically change up my diet and also my appearance because I had gotten back up to, I believe I topped out at 230 or 232 pounds, somewhere around there. So I was back up essentially to my football weight, but I wasn't lifting weights. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I did not look uh, you know, in my best shape. And it wasn't that I was necessarily fat or anything like that. It's just I was carrying a little bit more and I could feel it on myself personally. Um, I was used to hovering about 15 pounds below that just naturally. So when I finally went back uh, home for a bit after I had graduated, my father owns a air conditioning company. And so I'll help him out in the summertime, which that alone is definitely great exercise and can help you to lose weight. But if your diet is not dialed in, 
exercise can only do so much for you. You cannot outrun your spoon, okay? And that is such a true statement right there. Uh, I have worked with my dad for many years and I've eaten like crap many a times when I was working with him and it showed. But this time I decided I was gonna change. I was going to really make a big shift in my diet. So what I ended up doing was I had read a book called Genius Foods by Max Lugavere. Um, I had also read about the Bulletproof Diet from Dave Asprey, and I essentially got into a keto-style diet. Now, my keto-style diet was a little bit different than um, maybe your typical keto diet, you know, because there's also certain keto diets where it's like the dirty keto, which is essentially just eating like bacon and stuff, and personally, I don't really vouch for that. I don't think that's very healthy. Um, but nonetheless, that is a style of keto. But what I did more so was I focused on really having just two meals a day. That was a really big part of it. So doing intermittent fasting as well. Um, I'll get into that more. But I only had two meals a day. And my first meal was always at at least 11 o'clock or later. And then my last meal was never after six o'clock. So I was really confining my eating time to a pretty, you know, relatively small window. And I was, you know, knocking out 16 hour fast pretty much daily. Now I did take a break usually on the weekends and I would allow myself to eat some of the foods I shouldn't be eating and I wouldn't really fast as much, but I still saw crazy results. So what I would do is, you know, just to kind of give you a walkthrough of what my dieting was looking like, or just kind of my lifestyle at that moment in time, was I would wake up quite early to get ready for work. I usually started my day with a cup of coffee or tea, and every now and again, I would make a bulletproof coffee. So that has MCT oils, which is like a type of coconut oil, and then um, a tablespoon of grass-fed butter. The reason for that is because you are allowed to have fats because it'll keep your body burning fats, so going into the state of ketosis, as opposed to taking it out by eating something like protein or carbohydrates or sugars, which would go ahead and take your body out of ketosis. So I was eating like that in the morning, and then around 11 or 12 o'clock in the day, I would go ahead and I would eat at typically an Italian restaurant, which is very difficult to eat keto at because there's... <laughs> tons of carbs everywhere, but it was a really great place that my dad liked to go. So I did a lot of soups and I did a lot of salads there. Uh, yeah, can't lie. Every now and again, I was having a pizza. It was pretty hard to resist, but nonetheless, I was really being quite strict. I really actually was. And I did this for about three to four months of this, you know, keto style diet. And then when I would get home, what I would do is I would, I would come, I would get a type of uh, protein. It was typically a, um, wild caught, you know, filet of salmon or maybe some grass fed beef or some organic, um, you know, uh, chicken or something like that. And then I would go ahead and throw it in a pan with some kind of a veggie. So maybe cauliflower, Brussels sprout, something like that, throw some seasoning on there, top it, and then let it just chill on the stove while I took a shower and got cleaned up. Then I would have that meal and I would not eat, like I said, after six o'clock and I was religious about it. I did not eat after that time. And then I would get to bed at a good hour. And let me tell you, my weight started dropping like crazy. Uh, there was a point, probably for like a month straight, where I dropped a pound a day because I was religious in weighing myself day and night. So right before bedtime and then right upon waking up. 
and consistently I would track my weight and it was showing that I was losing around a pound a day every single day. And to kind of skip ahead forward, um, I ended up getting down below 200 pounds, which I had only done one time in wrestling when I was in high school and I had to cut a ton of weight. So that was really dramatic for me. I think I got down to uh, 198 or 197 pounds, uh, which was really crazy and pretty neat to see that you can do that in such a quick amount of time. And I do believe that the uh, intermittent fasting had a lot to do with it because I would go ahead and test myself sometimes in the morning to see uh, what my ketone levels were. And by sticking to the keto diet, I was definitely dipping into quite a bit of ketosis and it just seemed like the weight and the fat was shedding off of me, like no problem. I've never been on any type of eating regimen, uh, dieting regimen, eating regimen, anything like that, that has ever taken off that much weight that quickly. So I was, you know, uh, needless to say, extremely happy with the keto diet at the time. And it was really interesting to notice the effects that it had on your brain, um, the clarity you would get throughout the day. And just kind of like how it would make you feel, how well it helped me to sleep, um, especially not eating late at night. I was tracking my uh, sleep with an aura ring, which just basically tells you when you're going into different cycles of sleep, how long you sleep for, and it gives you a score on how well you slept. And I was doing great on my sleep scores. This was also because I wasn't eating so late at night. Uh, eating late at night can elevate your heart rate and uh, kind of keep you from going into certain stages of sleep, such as deep sleep. So that was a really big thing, but also something that was really uh, interesting to note, and sorry if I'm sharing too much with y'all on here, but hey, I just want to be uh, uh, very transparent with all of you. So when I would go ahead and on some weekends let myself just you know have free reign and go eat just whatever kind of food, my stomach reacted so poorly to it. So let's say I went out one day and I would have... I don't know, like a sandwich, you know, so I was throwing bread in there. Or maybe I would go out and I would have um, Korean barbecue and, it, you know, Korean barbecue, especially the places I was going to, you know, it's not the highest quality meat that I was uh, eating. And the following day, my stomach would hurt so bad. I would usually wake up early in the mornings to go on a walk or maybe even a run. And there were times where I almost... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, so much information, but I almost didn't make it home, okay? <laughs> but luckily I did. Um, and it was just really interesting to note how well my stomach felt. Um, my bloating was practically gone. Um, you know, flatulence, anything like that was, you know, practically non-existent. It was really amazing to notice. So I was having a great time on this diet, and I eventually did come off of the diet, and what really made me happy was, yes, I did gain a little bit of weight back, but I stayed at a pretty consistent level. So if you weigh me now, I probably will weigh in somewhere around 210, uh, maybe on a really good day, I'll weigh in at 207 or something like that, um, but this was all without me having to try. So naturally, I had adopted a cleaner style of eating, and um, I was also throwing more intermittent fasting in my day-to-day -day life, which really helps with your weight management. But I did come to the conclusion, and I did find this out through reading uh, some things later on down the line, that the keto diet 
while it is great if you are trying to lose weight and especially can you know really just radically change uh, how you feel and and your you know the number on the scale, it is a tool. So the keto diet is not necessarily meant for a long-term diet. You know, um, I think it's really great for what it's meant to do, which is you know to really. And um, this is a term a lot of people might not know, but it really helps to make you metabo metabolically flexible. So what metabolically flexible means is just basically that you are able to switch from burning, you know, sugars and carbs for fuel over to fat much easy, uh, much more easily, which is something that is actually becoming difficult for people because we don't live in a life where we typically have to burn fat for fuel. We usually have a you know consistent in inflow of uh, carbohydrates or sugars. You know, people are eating uh, bread and potatoes and you know rice and spaghetti and just any of the you know any kind of carb or sugar. You know, um, think about like ice cream and and all the baked goods. So we really don't get the chance to have to switch over to burn fat. And the thing is, is that is such a primal instinct of your of our body it's a survival mechanism you know we need to be able to consume a wide array of fuel and use it to you know survive basically and by not allowing our bodies to dip into our fat stores and burn fat for fuel is you know kind of keeping your body from doing something that it was built and designed to do. You know, we live in a time where we're blessed enough to not have to experience famine, but the problem is, is we live in a constant state of feast, and our bodies don't know that we have a constant feast. It thinks that, hey, that winter might be just right, right around the corner, and we better store some fat to make sure that we are able to get through that winter. So for the pure... Um, purpose of becoming metabolically flexible and better at burning fats and also for training the brain to not always feel the need to, you know, constantly be eating food is a really liberating feeling. So I was extremely happy with my keto diet and I actually help a lot of people um, use a keto diet. I do not have them or at least I do not recommend that they use the keto diet for extremely long periods of time, right? So it's kind of more a cyclical keto if you want to dip into it every now and again to kind of help create that metabolic uh, flexibility, then feel free to do so. But really, it is a tool. It is not, in my opinion personally, a longevity type diet. And it's also not really something that you know is meant for everybody because there's also a lot of science out there coming out about um different athletes and stuff having a hard time being on the keto diet uh, a lot of athletes when they're doing super intense work like they are you know if you're doing a triathlon or something carbohydrates and sugars are actually kind of necessary <laughs> to really perform well um, and that's not to say you can't do a keto diet because there are people out there who are doing it uh, long term and uh, you know they're performing at high levels um, you know it really does just depend on the person's body but as a blanket statement and you know don't I guess you could quote me on it whatever but really the keto diet is a tool 
and it is meant to help you lose weight, become more metabolically flexible, and it's really, really good at doing that. Um, if you're curious about, you know, dipping more into a keto diet and trying it out, feel free to reach out to me. We could do some one-on-one -on -one coaching. I could just talk to you or whatever you want to do. Um, but you know, definitely if you are going to do it, do a little bit of research on it first. Um, and then also feel free to experiment. It's your body. You should have the right to do whatever the hell you want. You know, go ahead and just experiment, see what feels good for you, see what doesn't feel good for you. If your body reacts well to it, then hey, keep going on for however long you feel that it's necessary, you know? Uh, but do pay attention to your body as you're going through it. Also, I think it's extremely important to note that while I was doing the keto diet, I was also working, you know, at least 10 hour days doing air conditioning, which although it is not a extremely physical job, you know, um, I do get breaks, obviously, uh, it is a consistent movement. So I'm outside, I'm sweating, I'm being physical, I'm doing labor, and I'm, you know, drinking water, replenishing everything, and then I'm coming home and I'm eating very cleanly. And those two things combined together as well with some really good sleep is going to lead to really great results. And I wanted to highlight that I did have a form of movement in with this diet because the diet alone will be huge and it can make a huge difference. But when you combine it with exercise, that can make an even bigger difference and especially combining that with better sleep. So really focusing on that is important as well. Um, if you're going to try a keto style diet or really any kind of you know, I know people don't like the term diet, but let's just say uh, food lifestyle, then you should include a form of exercise. Exercise has a lot of benefits to it. Uh, it doesn't have to be super intensive, but you should be doing some form of exercise. Now, really quickly, just to hop on to what my diet is looking at, looking like currently, um, I do still watch my carb intake. Uh, I do not l completely take them out of my diet, but it really kind of depends on how much exertion I'm doing that day. I will try to kind of balance it that way. And don't get me wrong, there are just those days where I have carbs and I do not do really any physical exercise, um, which is not a good thing if you're really looking, you know, to improve your body and all those good things. But hey, you know what? Life does happen and that's fine. But overall, I really do try to pair my heavy exercise days with more carbohydrates. Also, I try to do things such as um, with white rice and potatoes, I will go ahead and cook them and then allow them to cool and then heat them back up. And what this is doing is it creates resistant starch for your stomach, which is good for the gut bacteria in there. So if you are already making white potatoes and rice, um, just go ahead and do that little hack. Um, if you're going to eat them anyways, you might as well get some resistant starch out of it, uh, which is really good for the gut bacteria. So go ahead and give that a try. Um, but personally, yes, I try to include a lot of vegetables. I'm really, I try to be heavy on the vegetable. Uh, as far as meat goes, I don't eat a ton of meat, but I do eat meat on a regular basis. And yes, you best believe it is extremely high quality when I purchase it for the house. Uh, I am always buying grass-fed beef. I am always buying organic chicken. I try to get, you know, no hormones, no antibiotics ever, uh, the highest quality possible that I can afford and also that I can find. Um, and then fish is definitely on the menu. Uh, I do go with, you know, wild-caught salmon and other 
kinds of fish or seafood. And I also do supplement with an, uh, fish oil daily because the DHA and EPA omega threes, um, you know, they're all just extremely important for our health, but yeah, that's typically what my diet looks like. And I do a lot of intermittent fasting. So for example, I'm not every single day with intermittent fasting, but I am typically at least three days a week intermittent fasting. Um, and sometimes that will vary. Sometimes I will go a week without any fasting and then I'll go ahead and hit it hard, um, maybe a week or, you know, at least three days a week. Uh, and that's just to kind of keep the body, um, on its toes. So you don't want to do super long periods of fasting because it can actually, um, I've heard have a, a reverse effect on your, I believe it was your thyroid gland, um, or your adrenals. I can't remember exactly, but nonetheless, I try to kind of just cycle my intermittent fasting and just kind of like eat according to how I feel and also what I'm doing in the day. And one non-negotiable for me is definitely eating a lot of vegetables. Um, I try to definitely always include a vegetable with every meal. And uh, I also still keep uh, or I do my best to not eat a minimum two hours before bedtime because that is where you will really notice a difference and that will also help not only your stomach because you know your stomach or your body's not working super hard late at night and trying to digest all this food and then you fall asleep and that food is just kind of like fermenting in your stomach overnight you know um i i yeah it's just a really bad setup and also it I, in my opinion, and from what I was noticing, it was one of the biggest causes of weight gain for myself and fat gain. So uh, definitely avoid eating late at night. So yeah, to sum that all up, uh, I basically eat a lot of vegetables, a bit of really high quality meat, and then uh, I do still have carbs and I do still have treats here and there, but I definitely try to go according to my day. Also, hydrating a ton. And yes, I do still eat fruit as well. Um, but just not in massive amounts, I would say. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my diet. Uh, sorry for going so long on all this, but I thought this was a really interesting topic and kind of nice for me to share my own experience with the keto diet, because I know it's so popular right now. And I think there's a lot of people who are kind of confused on it. So hopefully this helped you out a little bit. Like I said, if you wanted to go more into this, feel free to reach out to me. I would be happy to do a one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching with you. And on that note too, I will be releasing some new uh, programs here very or very soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Should be released sometime this month here in January, 2022. Uh, it will be a seven-day reset along with a few other programs. So please stay tuned on those. And aside from that, yeah, uh, experiment. Really, go ahead, experiment with um, your body. It's, you know, uh, we'll see what foods react well with you and what foods don't. Um, there's a few like general guidelines, but really we are all very different and our bodies can work very differently as well. So keeping that in mind with everything that I tell you on this podcast is very important because you are a unique individual and your body demands that you treat it like such. So Keep that in mind, and yeah, that's gonna sum it up for today's podcast. So thank you all so much. Um, you guys have really been listening a lot during the holidays, and that's really awesome. I love to see that. Uh, thank you all just for the support. You know, I am officially over a half year in podcasting here. Um, 
And I'm just looking forward to completing the full year, getting all the you know weekly episodes out. And yeah, just look forward to keep bringing you guys so much good content. I have some really amazing guests coming up very, very soon. Uh, stay tuned. It would probably be in February more so when the guests will be popping up. But nonetheless, stay tuned. They're going to be awesome guests. And yeah, that's going to do it. So enjoy. I hope your 2022 is amazing and going super well. Um, big things this year. Let's make a huge change, everyone. And yeah, do everything with good intentions. You know the motto. Uh, seriously, please do everything with good intentions. Uh, you can't go wrong when you do that. And I thank you all so much for your listenership. Be sure to uh, rate this podcast and leave a review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you all very much. And peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.